This is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show. I'm your host, Coach James Lewis, with my co-host, Jacob Dunn, reminding you that it ain't done yet until, what, Sunday midnight sometimes <laughs> if uh, games go to go to overtime. Jacob, how you doing? Dude, I'm doing good. I am in the Christmas spirit wearing my Christmas sweater here, the CU Buffs baby, and Dude, you remember that Jingle Hoops commercial from like eight, eight, yeah, Splash eight years City. ago where KD, Steph Curry, and LeBron are shooting those threes to the tune of Jingle Bells? Yes. I mean, I mean that that is hands down one of the greatest NBA commercials and definitely puts me in the Christmas spirit. So if you guys haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. And we just moved past uh, Thanksgiving and yes. that's, you know, the football day. Uh, but I, I lean more towards uh, Christmas basketball. Oh, that I think it's I think it's much better. I think that because they get the best teams playing, mm-hmm. and it's not just your traditional. The Lions are playing, which obviously they're terrible. Nobody wants to watch them. <laughs> Cowboys every year. They should right. just they should switch it around. Like adapt. It's like they don't need to stick by the book forever. Like let's go uh, NFL. Like get hit. So I got my I agree. Christmas LeBron jersey in the background, and he plays every Christmas. Um, he's the I don't know. This is a fun little tidbit, but he has got more points on Christmas Day than anyone else. Okay, because, because he comes in there every year. Um, Santa James. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, Santa James. I don't think anybody's gonna um, break that. So yes, we're yeah. in week eight, people. Uh, we're in the midst of, of the NBA season now. We got to give you all a shout out at home. We our video last week hit 1,200 views, and we're trying to continue to make this a perfected uh, fantasy basketball show to get you hit. We're dropping it every Saturday. So um, thank you all for tuning in. Um, again, yeah, we appreciate you. And we, we definitely want, want, to, want to thank you because we hit a lot of more subscribers, a lot more views, and we're trying to continue uh, that wave. With that said, uh-huh. our waivers, our top free agents, uh, people we're looking at. We'll talk a little bit about the schedule, but our first main guy, I'm going to send it Jacob's way uh, due to an injury. We got a new fellow that you, you should pick up. Yes, sir. We got Dwayne back from the dead man. All right. <laughs> With Bam on the shelf for at least the next four to six weeks after receiving surgery on a torn UCL in his thumb, Dwayne Deadman is looking at a ton of opportunity as the de facto starting center in Miami. All right. Deadman has started the last two games and is averaging nine points, nine, nine and a half rebounds, one steal, one block, and one three pointer during that span. All right, the 32-year-old got off to a hot start as a starter in his first start for BAM. He recorded 11 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, two blocks, a steal, and a three-pointer. The dude was everywhere. Although he came back down to earth in his second start with with just seven points, six boards, and a steal, he still chipped in with an assist and a three-pointer. So for as long as Deadman is starting and receiving 25-plus minutes, He's going to get you those mid-range big man numbers along with some low-end assists and three-pointers. So he's a must-add in my opinion, especially if you are in need of big man stats. Absolutely, and he's going to get the minutes. Uh, they just don't have a, you know, a precious Achua um, in the background anymore. Like right. they, they were heavily on Bam playing every single game, and he, I mean he's been durable his entire career, so it's kind of a fluke injury. Uh, but a guy that this is an upgrade of uh, Joel Anthony. If you remember him back in the day, he looks a little bit like Love him Joel. on the court. Uh, but he, <laughs> this guy's better. 
Uh, so and yeah, the, the fact that he hit a three here. So you see, he's forty nine percent rosters, forty eight percent last week. So people are getting hit because Bam went down. Now, uh, my guy for the week uh, that needs to be rostered, he's 69% rostered. That's an uptick of 39% this last week. That's Alec Burks of the New York Knicks. Uh, he is shooting guard, small forward, eligible. In the last week, he was averaging 21.6 rebounds, four assists on only 40% shooting. He's got three three-pointers a game in this time. Uh, he gets you steals. Uh Past couple games, he had a, a 25, 5, and 4 with four threes line. Yep. He had a 23, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. I mean, he's played 39 minutes in the last three games. Uh, you know Tibbs loves to go with his rotation, and Kimba Walker has fallen out of the rotation as mm-hmm. uh, the time is, uh, uh, has told that he does not provide defense and the Knicks are, you know, a top 15 defensive team when he's off the court and they're in the bottom 5% of the league when he is on the court. So he has fallen completely out of the rotation. And with that, Alex Burks is eaten. And um, we've seen him get hot at the beginning of last year when scoring 20-plus and he hits you three steals. He is a must-own mm-hmm. right now. And I, to me, the biggest pickup of the week. And so we mentioned two guys that are must-owns, a guy that – is also benefiting from Kimba going out of the rotation. Uh, Baltimore's finest, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, in his second year out of the University of Kentucky. This guy was second team uh, rookie last year. And last week, he's averaging 12 points, four rebounds, four assists. That's already good enough for you to own uh, two threes on only 35% shooting. So you, you're going to see him with more comfortable uh, minutes uh, with more belief. I'll see that field goal percentage going up in a steal. So in his last couple games, he had 15 points, three rebounds, mm-hmm. three assists, three three-pointers made into steals. Uh, and then prior to that against Brooklyn, he had 12 points, seven rebounds. So he rebounds well for a, a point guard, and he's had 38 minutes in the last two games. So, again, Tibbs playing his guys. Uh, and for fantasy owners, we love that. So those two guys um, – Anything that you want to add um, in particular on on Burks and quickly before we move on to the Memphis backcourt of guys that you should own? Love Burks. Like you said, he should be rostered everywhere. Quickly actually drew the start last Thursday for RJ Barrett, but Barrett is expected back soon. It is a non-COVID illness. Uh, But like you said, Tibbs loves quickly and quickly is going to get that playing time. So ride that hot hand. And he plays plays well with Derrick Rose. Yeah, uh, he can play with Burks. He can he can he can play with Barrett. So, um, although he's only point guard eligible right now, you should see that change um, yeah. as he's starting to get a lot more run here. And other players benefiting from injuries. I'm gonna send it over to Jacob for his guy, the new starting point guard for the Grizzlies. Let's go, Tyus Jones. All right, Jones has started the last three games for the injured jaw. Ja Morant, who is expected to miss the next, you know, six weeks or so at least. Like, we are just not sure. So, Tyus Jones needs to be rostered everywhere. And over the past three games, Tyus Jones is averaging 6.7 points, 7.7 assists, four rebounds, and one point steals. Uh, 1.7 steals, sorry. So, I've said this a few times, but assists are hard to come by. So, when a savvy veteran point guard like Tyus Jones is starting he needs to be universally rostered he may not score a ton but the assists and steals are Tyus's bread and butter yeah all right add Jones if you need dimes and swipes 
Absolutely. And his uh, assist to turnover ratio has always been in the top five of the NBA. And if he's right. going to give you eight assists a game, which he is going to give you yep. um, while he's starting. And the fact that he steals so many uh, so, so many balls, he is a he's a must own. Yeah, he's not going to get yes. you the, the points that you would like uh, from a guard. But it, it reminds me a little bit of TJ McConnell when he's in a starting position and when yeah, like that. he's, you know, getting minutes supreme and he's going to get these, uh, you know, 10, 6, 9 and two steals against OKC and that, oh, yeah. you know, that classic blowout. <laughs> oh, man, the biggest blow in NBA history. It's incredible. Without it's inc- Jaw. <laughs> without Jaw. Yeah, without their best player. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, a guy that I'm looking at uh, for Memphis, somebody that we've told you to add before this season, somebody we told you to drop before this season. He's back on the ad list. <laughs> uh, a point guard, shooting guard, eligible, DeAnthony Melton. Uh, and last week uh, he got picked up 9%, so people are getting hip on this. He's 51% roster. That's only half of the league. In the last week, he averaged 14 points, seven rebounds, four assists on 40% shooting from the field, two three-pointers in a game. So he's going to give you a little bit more threes than, say, Tyus Jones. And um, he gives you you know, yeah. two stocks. So he produces on the dif- defensive end. I mean, yes, uh, Tyus does that as well. But mm-hmm. he can sneak in a block here and there. And, and, and that blowout against OKC, he had 19 points, six rebounds, five assists. And they're doing it by committee over there in Memphis with uh, Ja out. They've already been a deep team. You mm-hmm. see Triple J going crazy now that uh, he's the focal point of the right. offense. But in the time being, Tyus Jones for his assistant steals and Anthony Melton for his everything across the board are also must-owns. Uh, you got to get these guys. Now, going from must-owns to kind of more of a, a watch slash, hey, you could pick these guys up list. Um, I'm going to send it your way for our guy, Willie Herman Gomez. All right. Formerly known as Willie Hernan Gomez. You were talking about coach that uh, he doesn't want to go by Willie anymore, but we're still going to call him Willie because we like it. Guillermo uh, is how you say it. And he's the new wow. uh, Spanish uh, starting center over there now that the Gasol brothers are gone. And we saw That's in the Olympics right. that they actually look really good good with him running up and down the yeah. court with him and him and his brother plays too so it's funny you go right. from two gasols to two hernan gomez is that's right 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 yeah so hernan gomez has officially stolen the backup center job away from jackson hayes in new orleans mm-hmm. all right if you know hernan gomez he's always been a per minute monster mm-hmm. all right and in his four games as the backup center hernan gomez averaged 13.8 points eight and a half rebounds three assists and and one steal while shooting 70% from the field. All right, his production dipped over his next two games where he only averaged six and a half points and five and a half five and a half rebounds. But uh, you know, he went off last Friday to the tune of 12 points, 14 rebounds, three assists, and a block. All right. So the big man from Spain might be a little bit inconsistent, but as long as he's hovering around 20 minutes per game and you need cheap boards and fire field goal percentage, I would give Hernan Gomez a long look. At least watch him in shallow leagues. Absolutely. And if if Valanciunas goes down at all, oh yeah, he, he's gonna be going crazy. Imagine um, him getting 30 minutes. I mean, his his per 30 he'd average 15 boards. Yes. 
Um, and I was watching this Washington game. He, he completely dominated us. It was it was, it was a blowout, which <laughs> Washington hasn't been in m- many times this season. It seems like all their games come down to the wire. But right. he, he was he had five stocks, and that's something that he usually doesn't produce. Right. Um, but he goes off when he gets minutes and he gets time. Uh, he definitely goes off. So he's definitely a guy to watch. Uh, somebody else to watch. Uh, it, a, a lot of people haven't heard of this uh, mm-hmm. guy, but the backup point guard over there in Miami who's benefited from some injuries. Jimmy Butler seems like every week he misses a game or two uh, with a different uh, type of injury. This guy's only 4% roster, he's, but he's somebody you should watch. He's, in the last week, he averaged 14 points a game, mm-hmm. 3.33s a game. Uh, a steal against Chicago. He had 20 points, two rebounds, five assists on four three-pointers made. Um, and he's had 28 minutes the last four games. So with that yep. faith, um, he could be a, a DFS uh, champ that nobody's going to spend money by cost. Not He won't cost too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabe Vincent, who's playing for the Nigerian national team, is somebody that um, is a guy to look at. Another guy, Malik Monk, is getting hot, people. He, he had one game in the last four games where uh, he had zero or two points. But outside of that, he had at least 17, and he's had 20-plus in three of those games. He's 15% rostered. He's point guard, shooting guard eligible. Uh, and we always say when shooters are hot and when they're shooting, you got to scoop them up. He's definitely right. a, um, a scoop-up eligible player for this week. Last week, we wouldn't recommend it because the Lakers only played two games. But you'll see them play four this week. He, he averaged 15 points in the last week. Uh, 3.3 rebounds, three assists, 47%. That means that, um, hey, I'm shooting well on 3.33s a game. So Malik Monk is a guy. That's right. And lastly, a DFS champ. Uh, if Cat <laughs> ever misses a game, Nas Reed needs to be played. I love I love his offensive ability ever since, uh, yeah. you know, high school, McDonald's All-American. His first year in LSU, he, he was unguardable. I don't know why he didn't go drafted. Uh, he's so fluent. He can he can dribble the ball. He can really shoot it. Um, but mm-hmm. with the game that Cat uh, did not play, he had 19 points, seven rebounds on three three-pointers made. Uh, his per 36 minutes average, check this out, 21 points, 8.5 rebounds. So you would hope he got a little bit more of that. But he, he produces on defense, 1.3 steals and 2.5 yeah. blocks. So nice. if Cat ever misses a game, you need to grab Nas Reed, especially for the day. And Cat does have a tailbone injury, but he came close to playing uh, last game and was and was a late scratch. But Nas is definitely someone that you should keep your eye on just in case Towns misses more games. So I love that call. All right. And our safety belt, guys that are you, you don't know who to pick up. So maybe you had an injury. Um, our boy, the guy uh, that's been featured on more episodes than any on our fantasy show, and that's Monte Morris. I'm going to let Jacob take the lead on this one. Monte Morris has been coming on over the past five games at least. I mean, like he scored double digits over the past five games, and he's adding those assists, all right? So he's getting you low-end rebounds. He's getting you those solid, solid assists while averaging somewhere around 15 to 18 points per game. You know, and his usage is bumping up ever since Michael Porter Jr. went down with a back injury. And Michael Porter Jr., uh, it's it's so sad to say, but you guys have to drop him because he just got back surgery, all right? And, and he's been struggling with these back injuries since he was at Mizzou, all right? So I don't see him 
returning at all this year, which means that Monte Morris is going to get a bump in usage. Uh, we hope that his efficiency goes up because if his efficiency goes up, he's a must roster everywhere. But for now, he is on our safe list because he does provide those assists, those low end points, those low end rebounds, and he chips in with steals. All right. So, you know, and those three pointers. So he is, you know, a low end three and D guy who can get you assists and low end points. So he's, he's a very safe guy to have at the end of your bench. So do not cut him If you have him. if he has, if he has a down game, he will bounce back because he's getting those minutes. So hold on to Monte. And you see in the last week, he's shooting 63% from the field. So you can in season high 22 points. So you can see like that field goal percentage uh, ticking up. And we always know that he's got a strong, um, Assisted turnover ratio, much like uh, right. Tyus Jones, we talked about. And hey, Jamal Murray still still a long way away from coming back. Uh, but the right. other guy oh, yeah. in competition in that backcourt, Facundo Campazzo. All right, he has been putting up serviceable serviceable stat lines over his last nine games. All right, that's a huge sample size. All right, over those nine games, he's averaging eleven points. 3.7 assists, 2.3 threes, and one and a half steals while shooting 50% from the field. All right. All right. Compazzo has been a top 100 player over the last two weeks, and managers in deep leagues in need of three and D stats, along with three to four assists a night, should make the move. But at the very least, keep him on your watch list since he's the only guard backing up Monte Morris with, like you said, Coach Jamal Murray out a long time. We don't. We don't even know if he will return this season. All right. And mm-hmm. if he does, it won't be until March, uh, you know, and PJ Dozier recently out ruled out for the season with a torn yeah. ACL. So it's the Monte Morris and the Composo show. All right. Uh, so I would definitely Monte Morris, of course, is the preferred choice. But Composo is putting up quiet top 100, uh, top 100 numbers in nine cat league. So look his way if you need that serviceable low-end point guard at the end of your bench. If you go back to week one or two, uh, Will Barton was the guy that we told you to pick up. And if you did, man, you are – your team's probably crushing it in fantasy. He's oh, guaranteed 16, 7, and 6 on 50% shooting from the field. So Will Barton owners are smiling ear to ear. Oh, but yeah. poor Denver with their uh, unlucky streak of these injuries when they – at full right. strength, they are a championship contender. And when you have an MVP like – Jokic, it's just unfortunate that his prime years, you might, you know, you missed out last year with the injury of Murray going down and then this year, mm-hmm. you know, Murray's still trying to come back. And then and Michael Porter, it's just, uh, you feel bad uh, yeah, when sucks. injuries come. Sucks so, for Denver. Another safety guy, uh, Eric E. Bled, Eric Bledsoe, a guy that used to always have to be rostered because, uh, you know, he would give you, you points, rebounds, assists, and he was always a, in the top 10 of, of steals. And he's it's guys that that's safe. Uh, he's somebody yeah. that you know I don't particularly like on my team, but you know he's at ten point. This is a season long uh, statistic list: uh, ten points, four rebounds, two assists, one point three steals. Like he's going to get you, you know, a couple, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not somebody that I I want rostered, but somebody that you know is like safety low end uh, rostable guy. Now, people that we are watching, and this is all this is a Clipper theme. Uh, so you, you got to go with somebody. Uh, they 
as of yesterday, they had, you know, three three more games in a week. So I, I took a chance on Terrence Mann. Mm. He looked like Terrence Boy uh, yesterday. <laughs> and I f- really wish I would have picked up Monte Morris or mm. Serge Ibaka. So Ibaka got the start last night. Somebody you want to watch uh, because uh, he can hit the three and get you some blocks, sneaks in there and gets steals. He always shoots a high percentage uh, last night. It was a little underwhelming, but he had nine points, six rebounds, three assists, and three three pointers made. Underwhelming, but that's still you know producing somewhat. Oh, yeah. um, and then two games before that, thirteen points, six rebounds on three, three. So he's hitting the three uh, as he's coming back. He's starting to get a little bit more minutes, and we know how valuable those power forward and center positions are. Then we right. have Marcus Morris, who last week was averaging uh, twelve points, but last night he had twenty-one on six threes against the Lakers. Yeah, um, and then it'll, against the Warriors, he had thirteen points, six rebounds, five assists. So, uh, Jacob, I wanted to ask you if you had a choice between Abaka, uh, Morris, who are you going with right now? Because basically, you can get him in any league. Uh, Abaka's only twelve percent rostered. Morris is twenty-six percent rostered. Yeah, I'm going with. Marcus Morris, and uh, it's not really that close for me just because I mm. really like Marcus Morris, especially in nine cat leagues, because he's he is always a top 150 player because he keeps his turnovers low, his field goal percentage decent, and he produces across the board and scores for you. Like you said, he he just scored 21 points. I mean, like he has that he has that ability and, you know, the Clippers need that. And Marcus Morris isn't that far off from having a career year in New York, if you remember that. I mean, he just went ballistic. Uh, I think so, fantasy owners are still waiting for that to, like, come about, especially with Kawhi Leonard. out. Like, the opportunity is there, and, you, like, we've seen him. It, yeah. was, it was, like, 20-6 and six when they made that trade, and they sent they sent over a couple picks. Right. But where I think, you know, fantasy they're waiting to get that consistent production again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ibaka's cool. I just don't think he will ever be the surge of old. He's kind of like a shell of himself. But – he's starting i mean he's getting those minutes he is solid for those threes and those rebounds and hopefully some blocks i haven't seen it much lately but i want him to get those blocks if he gets those blocks he is the preferred ad but right now i would rather have marcus morris and i a we we all don't know the status of Kawhi leonard because no one does right but uh the clippers are going to be right there in the thick day you get him um, you know, before the playoffs, they still have a chance. They still people will forget about this team, but they'll if if Kawhi Leonard is healthy, even last year in the playoffs, I see them winning the NBA championship. I mean, or you know, Absolutely. they would have had a chance at it. Uh, you know, we could play the what if game on injuries all they'll day. Contend, but like, though, just watch uh, if you know if Kawhi comes back, they will contend with Golden State in the Western Conference Championship, and that'll be a fun series to watch if that happens. And speaking of Western Conference champions, <laughs> take another look at a, a, okay. a guy that has uh, grown into the spotlight. A kid that was under underrated coming out of high school went to Pitt, transferred to UNC, was yep. thought of as big. He got drafted really early. Kid, right, kid's damn good. That's Cameron Johnson. That's right, man. His teammate, Kobe White, was so surprised that Cameron Johnson went that early. That was so funny. But hey, but hey, man, Cameron Johnson has been a top 100 fantasy producer over the last week. All right. Right there, he he is averaging 13.3 points, 3.8 rebounds, one and a half assists while shooting over 50 percent from the field and averaging 2.8 threes, which his three pointers is money. All right. That's 
what you add him for. That's what you watch him for, for those three. So if you need that three-point streamer, I would definitely add Cameron Johnson, all right? He's averaging 23 minutes a game this season, which is plenty of time for you to snatch those three-plus three-pointers a game, all right? So give him a look if you're desperate for threes. If not, just keep him on your watch list. Yeah, and I suggest that you keep him on your watch list this week in particular because they, with the Hawks and Raptors, only have two games this week. So he's a guy that the next week they're going to play at least four games. So, you know, last week it was was the Lakers and it was the Pistons and only played two. This week it's it's your Raptors, it's your Hawks. So, you know, stay away from Gallo this week, Um, you know, just keep that in mind that if you got Van Vliet and Barnes or, or Pascal, that it might be a down week for you. Um, yeah. But a team that you should chase. Okay. A team that has five and with Adam Silver's like new scheduling, this is a rarity that you have right. a, teams with five or two games. You usually see every week that they have five, four or three. But the Spurs have five games upcoming this week, and Dougie McDermott is back. He needs a look. look it's I mean, you get five games of Dougie. Um, that's a lot better than you know, you know, two games of Cameron Johnson. Even if Cameron Johnson's right. gonna produce better, uh, Lonnie Walker the fourth is somebody else that comes in mind. Yep. Uh, who knows if Yaka Pertle is uh, is coming back anytime soon? I, I think he's he is on the first. He's there. He's there. Uh, yeah, 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 man. He. I mean, I mean, last game he just got fourteen points, nine boards, and four blocks. So he's doing his blocking thing. So if Yaka Pertle is somehow available in your league, pick him up. With five games, you could win your league in blocks. Holy moly. So win your matchup, at least. <laughs> win your matchup, and that's what we're mm-hmm. trying to do. And that's all we have here this week on our uh, Fantasy Basketball Preview Week 8. Again, thanks to Fantasy Points and everyone here at Triple Play Fantasy for everything you do. Um, until next week, uh, appreciate the love, like, subscribe, comment, and we will comment back.